County Register and OCVarsity.com. And thank you for joining us for some water polo talk. And tonight I got a special guest on our podcast, and that is Matt Rosa. He is the boys varsity water polo coach at Dana Hills. And Coach Rosa, thank you for uh, taking a few minutes out of your time to talk a little water polo with us tonight. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate the, appreciate the invite. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on, and uh, thank you again for all the water polo fans that have uh, joined our podcast. Today, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about the North-South Challenge, uh, probably the last one of the last major tournaments of the regular season, and it's going on once again. It's actually the 10th year, 10th anniversary for the North-South Challenge, which is a 16-team tournament. North, uh, Northern, uh, Northern California teams, Southern California teams, and Dana Hills and Coach Matt Rosa will be one of the 16 teams in this tournament, which starts uh, Friday. It's a two-day tournament, so it starts Friday, October 23rd, and it runs uh, on Saturday, October 24th. And Coach, I believe this is your second time for Dana Hills to be in this tournament. Uh, you guys are matched up in the first round over at Menlo Atherton uh, as your site, and you'll play Akalani's on a Friday early afternoon game at 105. Coach, it's a, it's a very competitive field. You guys are, it's an, it's, you have to really kind of, you know, play your way to even get invited to this thing, and so you guys have made it that far. But uh, what's the Dana Hills mindset going into this tournament? Uh, well, first of all, we, uh, we're really happy to be invited to this tournament. Uh, we were in two years ago. I uh, didn't get the invite last year. I got the invite again this year, so it's very pleased. Uh, it's a very well-run tournament. Um, Cruise Camp and the Sacred Heart Prep team did a, did a great job putting on tournaments, and they had a big lunch for everybody on the Saturday. And so it's, it's a cool experience, not just a, your normal water polo tournament. So it's, we're excited to be going back up there again. Um, and there's no doubt that the field is very strong this year. Um, not only do you have the South teams, the Harvard, the Modern Days, the Huntington Beaches, Semifinals. 
You guys are highly ranked, and you, know, you guys are fourth in Orange County. Um, you guys are ranked second to Foothill in Division Two. I mean, what do you think goes into this, uh, you know, um, selection process, and where Dana can get on the map? Thank you. 
Um, and so it's going to be fun to see, uh, you know, who, you know, comes out of that. Uh, who's the top four and the top eight teams because uh, there'll be a lot of really good games. Do you think there's a, a team, Coach, as you say you're trying to get better, do you think there's a team in this North-South Challenge that could, you know, that could really help you or has any kind of similar style to Foothill, who's, you know, your, a lot of your main competition where um, Foothill's a um, pretty heavily uh, attacker-based kind of team, I'd say. They, they have some strength strong two-meter mans, but I don't think they have a dominant two-meter man. But is there anybody who does a lot of, I would say, uh, driving like a, a foothill team that can, um, you know, will cross, pass, play unselfish. Um, you know, foothill swims well as well. But any, any team like that you think can really help you, or do you not, not probably not, uh, do you know not enough styles of some of these teams up there in, in this tournament? I'm sure you definitely have style of the teams. We open up Rockalani's, and I know they're a big physical team that wants to crash. Uh, if we can get by them, we would probably play against the Huntington Beach and get another big physical team that wants to, uh, you know, get out and crash. And, and so those will be good physical matchups for us on the first day. Hopefully we can get that. You know, I know Cathedral Catholic is out there. They do it. Their team is a very similar style, which you talked about. There's a lot of driving and a movement-based offense uh, and they're in the tournament on the other side of the bracket. You know, we could see them uh, on a Saturday if that happens. So, and, you know, like I said, there's a really strong team, so it doesn't matter who you go against. You're going to play good teams with quality uh, opponents. And so that's what we want to do. We want to see if we can match up against opponents and uh, opponents and shut them down and, and figure out what we can do to get better. Gotcha. Hey, Coach, as, as part of, you know, being part of this field, uh, the North-South Challenge again coming up October 23rd and 24th up at Sacred Heart in Northern California in Atherton and co-hosted there by Sacred Heart Prep and uh, Menlo Atherton. Did anything uh, go through your mind, Coach, when you, you saw the modern day score uh, last week when they, they beat Harvard Westlake 11-10 to 10 and they, uh, the Monarchs snapped the 50-game winning streak by uh, Harvard Westlake in a in a you know pretty exciting uh, you know hard fought game at Modern Day. You know you're you're part of this field with those teams. I mean, did did, did you think about anything about the North South Challenge that you know you think though uh, you know maybe you thought something about that rivalry would just kind of continue uh, you know probably up in uh, this North South Challenge. You know, that, that score is surprising to me. I watched the game in Santa Barbara, and I watched Harvard do, you know, very well. Pretty much neutralized everything that uh, Modern Day had. And so for Modern Day to turn around and, and win that game uh, last week was, was a huge win for them. And I think it's a good step for them in the right direction. And, you know, if they meet up again in this uh, North-South Challenge, which I'm sure they're anticipating, and also Whitepool World is probably anticipating it. I'm sure it's going to be another great game. And so hopefully I'm there on that pullback that day to watch it and uh, see how it goes down because I'm just as excited as everybody else to kind of see how that, how that just goes. Yeah, definitely, Coach. You know, and let me ask you about one other team up at the North-South Challenge because you've played them already, and I think they, they're coming off a great week. Uh, that's Huntington Beach. They open in the 12 o'clock game against Menlo. Um, that's one of the first-round games. Actually, actually, I should ask you, maybe ask you about another team, too. But let's start real quick with Huntington Beach. I think they're coming off a great week because they – they beat Newport Harbor in their big league game um, in the Sunset League in, the, in Division One. That was a critical victory for them to get as the, the Oilers are the defending champions in that league. And then they beat Orange Luther on Saturday. 
Um, I believe the score was about 12 to 8. I think they won by four goals. So, uh, and the, the game against Huntington, uh, against Newport was a one goal game that they won. So it seemed like they, uh, they had a very nice week. Would you, would you, uh, sense that, you know, that Huntington's, uh, probably playing pretty well after a couple of important victories last week? Uh, no doubt they're a quality team. They've got good players, they've got good centers, they've got good defenders, they've got a couple of really solid drivers, and they got a coach that does a great job with them. So, you know, they're a force out there, and uh, they're going to, you know, I'm sure continue to, to play well in this tournament and going into CIS. And uh, I have no doubt that if we do get to see them in the quarterfinals of the tournament, it's going to be a very difficult task. They are, uh, you know, a tough team. We managed to get a win um, over them in the South Coast tournament, but, uh, so I'm sure they'll be hungry kind of repairs, but yeah. it'll be fun, and like I said, hopefully we can uh, get after it and, and, and challenge them, and they'll challenge us. We can both take steps forward because of it. There you go. And I'll run through a couple of schedules here as we uh, start to wrap things up here with Coach Rosa at Dana Hills, and we thank Coach for joining us here. But the other first-round games, uh, you have Sacred Heart Prep taking on Laguna Beach at 11 o'clock on Friday, and Loyola plays Davis. That's one of the 12:05 game at Sacred Heart Prep. So that's a pretty similar time to when you guys play, Coach. And then Modern Day opens up uh, there at Sacred Heart Prep as well on Friday. They take on St. Francis at 110. Harvard Westlake's at your pool at Menlo Atherton. And they, they take on Menlo Atherton at 210. And then Miramani and Agura play at Sacred Heart Prep in the first round at 215 at uh, Sacred Heart Prep. And then rounding out the first round at 315 at Menlo Atherton is going to be Cap Lindo at Cathedral Catholic. Uh, Coach, I know one team you played recently uh, was Laguna Beach. They're in Division Three, one of the contenders in that division in the in the southern section with teams like uh, Marietta Valley, for example, and Capistrano Valley is one of the other teams to watch in that division. Uh, what do you think about that first round matchup? Uh, pretty tough draw for for Laguna, who's but is it you know has got some very talented team, and they probably play you know maybe one of the top teams up in Northern California. Oh, there's no doubt that Sacred Heart Prep is, uh, is a difficult draw for Laguna, uh, but Laguna's not, there's no doubt uh, he's going to get those guys fired up, um, and he has a way of getting his guys motivated to play well and find the weaknesses in his opponents, and uh, I think he'll make that game interesting for Sacred Heart Prep, they're definitely not going to go on like, oh, it's a one versus eight sheet, I'm not going to, you know, play hard, they're going to play as hard as they can, and they're going to give Sacred Heart everything they can, and uh you never know. That's why they play the games. And uh, it's a good squad. They've got some good, talented players. So um, if those guys get on a roll and they get some momentum going, then uh, anything can happen. Any of those other first-round games intrigue you? Because I think most of these teams you have an idea of, because I think because uh, you might have seen them at the Santa Barbara tournament, um, or we even played them. But any other first-round games really jump out at you as a really tough game? Um, well, you know, you, you always are interested in watching the, the South teams. Obviously, I know the South teams a little better than the North teams. Um, you know, see if we can get a, you know, Cathedral Catholic can get in the West bracket if the Gord can get in the West bracket to see uh, how those teams fare into yeah. their, uh, their matchups. I know they have, you know, again, on paper, tough draws. And, you know, it would be fun to see uh, some some South teams do well. But I know the North teams are going to have a lot of pride. Vermont is a quality school. You know, say they're a quality school. And they're going to, you know, want to win on their home pools and their 
best tournaments of the year as everybody's trying to get into that best uh, possible playing ability and uh, get their teams uh, firing all cylinders as they get ready for for CIF. Hey, uh, two more questions for you, Coach. Is One, if you could fill us in a, a little bit on uh, a couple of the guys, I think, uh, water polo fans, a couple of your players that water polo fans might want to hear a little bit about. Uh, one is uh, Bennett Williams, who's your senior Stanford commit, so he's going up toward, uh, he's going to be playing this weekend uh, not too far from his uh, future college destination at Stanford. And then uh, one of the juniors we've talked about this year who uh, is really on the rise for you is Jack McLaughlin, who um, just scored the winning goal against Los Osos in, in, uh, on Saturday late in that game. You uh, ran a timeout play for, uh, apparently for him and got him got him a goal. And I know he's had some big moments this year. What, what can you tell uh, water polo fans? You think uh, a little bit insight on a couple of those players that are doing a lot of great things for you? Well, well both of those guys are, are, are studs. So I can't say anything but uh, praise those guys for the effort they put in this year, uh, the work ethic they've shown, the leadership they've uh, shown in the water. They are a couple guys that, that embrace the, the work, uh, whether it's you know, swim sets or lake sets or weight room stuff. They, they embrace all the hard work and they want to you know, get themselves in shape so they can compete physically. Um, they've been leaders in terms of all the trails we run and the practice stuff that we're working on. They're always you know, keeping everyone focused and whatnot. And when it comes to games, they're stepping up and they're, they're scoring goals and they're doing a great job. And whether it's you know, like scoring goals or playing defense and all the little things that help your team be successful, those guys are a huge part of what we've done this year um, and, and you know, making us as difficult to beat as we have been you know, this year that, that uh, we have a defense and the offense and doing all those things. So very pleased with them and, and the leadership they've shown has been incredible. And your goal has been pretty solid as well. Your senior, uh, talk a little bit about uh, about that player. Um, Riley Zachary is uh, a goalie last year as a junior. He led the county in saves, and I think he's going to far surpass the same total from last year. He's just, you know, really a wall back there, and he covers up so many, um, you know, issues that we might have defensively. He's just making an amazing saves. Uh, you know, he has sequences where he'll go through, you know, three or four saves in a, in a possession, and they're just knocking them balls all over the place. Um, so the, the three of those guys are definitely the core of my team, and uh, they have all, like I said, been great leaders, uh, been making plays in the water, and uh, doing everything that I would ever ask of, the, of an athlete or the coach. So, you know, I'm pleased that they're doing well, and uh, hope that they continue to do well at Stanford or wherever else they, they end up at. There you go. Hey, Coach, uh, before we let you go, and again, thank you to uh, for joining us here on this podcast, and again, thank you for all the water polo fans that have joined us once again on their Inside Orange County Water Polo podcast. But there's a big match coming up Tuesday uh, involving your uh, Division Two rival, that's Foothill, playing host to Villa Park, and these are two of the uh, biggest, this is one of the biggest rivalries in Orange County water polo. They used to call it the Battle of the Century when these teams were in the Century League. Now, they're in the Crestview League, and again, Foothills ranked number one in, in Division Two, and and Villa Park's one of the other contenders. They're also ranked in the division. Um, any thoughts on this game? As uh, you know, it's, it's a very critical uh, game for your division. Uh, it's a you know huge game, and those uh, you know rivalry league games, uh, like you said, like Carrera said in the last podcast, 